Jay Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Delsing. Pearly. John Perlis is here. And they, and they said it wouldn't last. We're still here. I know. We made it another show. We got Brad Barnes here at the ESPN Studios taking care of us. We formulated the show like around the golf. And this first segment is uh, called On the Range segment. It's brought to you by our buddies over at Pro-Am Golf. Um Give the guys a call at Pro-Am Golf if you need anything. You need to get fitted. You need uh, new shoes. Uh, you need anything. These guys are a huge supporter of the show, good friends of mine. They also support, I do something for them called the Delsing Report, where I'll go out and I'll um, uh, test some products. I've got a couple of putting aids that I'm getting ready to test. i got a bunch of driver things that I tested, golf gloves. We We've done a bunch of stuff, but Pro-Am Golf, they're, they're great people over there. How big a supporter are they of the show? Because I need a rangefinder and a new driver. Um, hmm. Not that. Not that oh, not, not, man. Not good enough. Not good enough. <laughs> I thought I'd just bypass the, the golf balls uh, meet and go for <laughs> go for some equipment. Go for the good stuff. Are you seeing a pattern here, meet, where we're just kind of like I'm this seeing show. a pattern and I'm not getting anything. <laughs> I keep asking. That's my pattern. This is a guy that's asking on air for, for product like every show. Coming back from vacation, just I demanding know. product. Yeah, you know why he needs a driver and a range runner so he can go on vacation again and <laughs> test it back out? Because my driver keeps going sideways and I lost my range finder. That's Two good reasons. My yep. golf clubs don't work well in Florida. I need new ones. <laughs> I need new ones for down there. It was Texas, but who's counting? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, check out our social media outlets. Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf Hospitality. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing and Instagram is, I don't know what it is. Um, all right, so I want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue. 314-805-2132 is their number. They do great stuff around your house. If there's something that you need done to your home, and I guess the home uh, refinishing and painting, which which they specialize in, it's just, you know, it's really, really busy right now. Uh, give Bob and Kathy a call. They are great peeps. Um you know, I've never talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about this. We got John Daly. We got a clip on John Daly. But one of the things that we do at the show is after it airs on Sunday mornings, the show gets dropped into podcast form. And so, uh, man, you got to check us out on uh, either Apple, uh, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Podcast One, wherever you can download a podcast, we're on there. And you can... Check us out. You can listen to, uh, we had Michael Collins on, oh gosh, probably about a month ago. And we only aired about, what did we air, like 30 minutes, me to his interview? And, yeah, about yeah, 25, 30 minutes. And we had probably an hour of it, and it was fun. And uh, the guy's a, a great guy. So there's a lot of things um, on the podcast that you might be able to. Uh, so it's the show beyond the show. Yeah. Love yeah, it. Love right, it. Right, right. We, um, we could, you know. Do it a little bit more like uh, like satellite radio does, you know. Swear a little bit and mix it. No, up, that's not who. That's not your show. No, it was just testing to see if your mic was on over there. <laughs> All right, so um, the tour's down in uh, Dominican Republic. 
playing at Putacana this this week. Uh, but um, one of the things that uh, so we have a, a clip from from John Daly, and what's happened to John? So John was on the show several months ago. Been a friend. John got diagnosed with bladder cancer. So John was playing down in the, the courses you played, Pearl, down in uh, Springfield, Missouri, near uh, Lake of the Ozarks and that whole area down there. And he was playing, and he got um, uh, he, he wasn't feeling well. He was, and it reminded me of you a little bit because he had some kidney stones, some kidney issues. And so yeah, that's yeah, you don't wish that painful. on anybody. Oh yeah, boy, brutally painful. And um, so they they take him in. They I guess his were the type that you could have actually uh, laser and break apart, a which I guess makes a huge difference in. Getting them to pass As compared to when they go down there with a uh, with a shovel and a knife, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a little easier. That doesn't sound good. But um, unfortunately, what happened was they said, "Oh man, you got to come back in here, John. You got some. You got a spot on your bladder." And so he had bladder cancer. They took it took off the spot. I talked to him last week, and said, "You know how you doing?" He's like, "I'm going to keep living." You know, typical John Daly. I'm going to keep living life. I'm going to keep doing my thing. I've got a. Uh, um, what did he say? I got a bright career behind me. Is what he said. <laughs> Which I just, I, I just love. But um, or he had a hell of a future behind him, or whatever he said. But um, yeah. So I was just thinking about John a little bit, and so we're gonna play a clip and uh, and just talk a little bit about his influence on the game. And uh, you know, he's got his young son, John Jr. is playing I love some when great he golf. Talks about him a little bit in this yep. clip too. Yeah, just a little yep. bit. Yep, it's it's fun. Uh, just um, I don't think John there was a player. I, I, I don't know who I'd compare. Uh, I don't play with the modern-day players often enough, but um, nobody was as long and straight as John Daly. Well, we talked last week about Bryson. And if you remember, Daly came, claimed the fame with Squeaky on the on the bag, uh, grip it and rip it in... Uh, uh, crooked Stick, down in Crooked Stick, when in, he won the PGA crooked, Championship. In, in, in Indiana, when he, yep. when he won that. And that was the... You can't aim there. You shouldn't hit driver here. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And he did all the shouldn'ts you all day and all week, and he walked away with it. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it was really impressive. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a little sobering thought, you know, to think we we had him on the show yeah three months ago, and you know how quickly life changes, and uh, just kind of makes you want to appreciate the moment a little bit, and. Um, Pretty good prognosis, though. He's going to keep on going, and yeah. there's, there we can we can certainly have uh, positive things to uh, hope this works out well for him. Yeah, hopefully he can quit smoking. I know that's going to be the Oof, big thing. Yeah, rough, so I'm if sure. he can if he can quit smoking, that'll help a lot. But um, so we're going to listen to a little clip uh, on the uh, front nine with uh, with John Daly, um, Pearl. One of the things we keep going back to on this show is the technology piece and i i, I when i listen to uh some old clips of uh the azinger talk to azinger tom o'toole mentioned it and things like that do you see anything do where do you see this where do you see this shaking out when you sit there and watch what Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, it's this is going to be a stark reality for the powers that be in the game when they just watched the quote-unquote bomb and gouge take out the U.S. Open title. 
Where, where, you know, I think it is so tough. You know, one of the things that uh, Azinger had mentioned was that back in your guys' day, I guess my day, but I wasn't on tour, your guys' day on tour, at one point the top 10 longest hitters on tour lost their cards. Yeah, so right. that's not necessarily what you're seeing these days. So I think it's a combination. And what are you going to see? You're going to see the same tug of war, Jay. Obviously, the uh, USGA, the RNA, the governing bodies don't seem to want to dive into this. You know, the manufacturers certainly don't. If the manufacturers can't come up with some new golf ball, new shaft, new club head, new grip, New shoes. Now the shoes. Who's doing that one commercial where the shoes make you hit it five yards further? Oh, Faldo. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, boy, that's really digging deep. Yeah. Et cetera. But to that, his credit and others, it is, in my belief, a combination of literally everything. Probably shoes to golf, glove to everything else, and then the understand next level understanding of technology. You and Azinger talked on that as well. You guys didn't know launch angles and all that kind of stuff then. None of us were thinking hitting it high was a good idea. Ever. I mean, yeah, if I want to get over a tree. But other than that, I wanted to hit, I thought I wanted to hit low and rip it so that I could have some level of control over it. It's just completely changing. So I don't know, where does it go? You know what? I'm going to throw something out there. I think you just let it keep going. Because you know what? They've been, in essence, letting it keep going with few exceptions through the years. And it's a pretty good game. So, well, you know what? That's, this is going to wrap up the... Um the on the range segment but we'll go back to this because i want to talk about the Ryder cup and what happened to us over in in paris okay where the bomb and gouge yeah. was absolutely blown up and we got our asses whipped and everything but that's going to be for later come on back we're going to have a clip uh with john daly on the front nine this is golf with jay delsing WXOS, WXOS HD1 East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. For 67 years, Lou Fuse has been the ride to take. 15 brands at 11 locations. Lou Fuse Automotive, we are St. Louis. Are your workouts more fun than this? Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, head to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Message to data rates may apply. Void but prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you tired of forking out the big money, all those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand new product is a Serlin-covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just $23.99 for a dozen. That's right, $23.99, and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at thesniperbrand.com. Plus, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and check out their entire line of golf products on their website, thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're going to love it. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves the St. Louis City, County, and Metropolitan area and any of their families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. 
Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America. Marcone Appliance Parts Company would like to thank Operations Director Jim Wolfington and his team of Marcone distribution employees across the United States who ship millions of next-day critical major appliance parts every single year. They help keep America's kitchen and laundry appliances working for you. Thank you. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring golden tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. This is a subject that most people don't want to talk about, but many find themselves facing. Their marriage is ending and they need to find a good lawyer at the most difficult time in their life. Or maybe you're like me, divorced for almost 15 years, but you're still wrestling with hassles, maintenance, and other hard-to-figure-out issues. Do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030. That's the law office of my buddy and attorney, Henry Miller. I was living under the burden of unfair maintenance and a few other things that could only be settled in the courtroom. My only regret is that I didn't use Henry years ago. He is first and foremost smart and hardworking. But what was really important to me is that he listened. He's also fair and extremely honest. We had an odd issue arise where I had paid for something that was not allowed to be used in our case. After one call and an email, it was settled and that charge was removed. Do yourself a favor and call Henry Miller. He is the man you can trust when you need him the most. You can also reach him at GrantMillerSmith.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me, and we are headed to the front nine, which is brought to you by... The ACC, the Ascension Charity Classic, it'll be held next year, right about this same time. Second week of September, it gets moved up a little bit in 2021. We're going to get a minimum of four years. The folks at Ascension are rock stars. They're already talking about an extension with Nord. We probably need to get a year under our belt (laughs) before they might extend. But um, they're doing a great job. Another thing, we talked about this a month or so ago, but Ascension's digging into their own pocket and making sizable donations over six figures to the charities that wound up getting shut out because there was mm-hmm. no event this year. Good for them. They're obviously very, very, very committed to this to this uh, specific. Yeah, and not effort. only that, the, the golf event, and that's great, and it's special for me. But the whole, you know, the community and things, mm-hmm. you know, they just yeah. that's that's who they are, and um, the, the the what. Speaks the highest volumes to me is that they've been under the radar forever. They don't have a presence in St. Louis. 
yet they support the community as they do. And then now having the golf tournament, obviously a more visible vehicle for them to support, and they get, um, you know, they're doing what they're doing. It's it's uh, impressive. Um, I want to thank Whitmore Country Club for supporting the show again for the second year. 636-926-9622. Call Bill Brungart at uh, Whitmore. He's a membership director, and he will take you around there and show you this phenomenal place. You want to find a, a wholesome, great place for your family to go enjoy golf, tennis, uh, the pool, fitness. Uh, you got to check out Whitmore. 90 holes of golf are included in the membership, so you got 36 holes out there. You've got uh, three other facilities, the Links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville, the Missouri Bluffs. Uh, they're not charging you for golf carts, so that's already included in your membership. Um, like I said, Two large pool complexes, 24-hour fitness center, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendars are awesome. They're doing a a really good, uh, uh, safe dining program. They're outside patio dinings with with COVID social distancing. The food is terrific. And then the cherry on top of this whole thing is our buddy Bummer over in the golf shop. Uh, So go in and say hi to him. It's just a family-friendly atmosphere. The staff is wonderful. They run golf leagues and skins games and members tournaments and all sorts of things. There's a kids club, which is really awesome. You can drop your children off. They get to hang out with other kids, play video games, go swimming, do a variety of things like that while you go have wine and nine or play play golf, have dinner, have a cocktail, do whatever you need to do. Uh, visit Whitmore Country Club today at Whitmore Golf. It's W H I T M O O. R-G-O-L-F golf.com All right. I don't know what I just spelled. I think I spelled... I think it was, was good. I think it was close. I'm not sure anybody wrote it down. Anyway. I don't think so. They know how to spell Whitmore. Well, if you start Googling if you're close, they, it finds yeah, it for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's what spell check's for. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, all right, so let's just go to the John Daly interview. We've got um, about 10 or, 10 or 12 minutes with John Big Daly. Big John. Maybe. Yes, sir! John Daly is brought to you by Golden Tee. You got 18 worldwide professional wins, five on the PGA Tour, two majors. I was the only British Open that I played in was 95, and I can remember, you know, watching you play up there. And uh, it's it's just, did you ever think, man? I mean, I know we all had dreams, but look at what you've done and look at what you've accomplished. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's from where I, the way I grew up and where I grew up, um, you wouldn't think anybody, you know, grew up on a nine hole golf course, learned on my own. Um, didn't, you know, I'd always dreamed about it, learned how to basically play the game on a baseball field. Um, you wouldn't think that uh, it would have gone too far, but, you know, I stuck at it, fortunate to be somewhat long and straight. And, uh, you know, back then my wedge game was, you know, was really, really, I worked really, really hard on the wedge game. Like I can do a little bit now, but not like I used to. And, uh, um, you know, it was definitely some dreams that came true. But how the hell were you able to hit it so long and straight? I was long. I wasn't nearly as long as you, but I was anything but straight. And when we play together, and I and I've told many people this, you're the longest straighter hitter that I've ever played with. You know, Tom Watson gave me that credit too, which is pretty cool. Um, 
Well, back then, you know, when I grew up, I was hitting a nice draw, so I avoided the right side of the course. And now that I got older and injured up, uh, that draw turned into full hooks a lot because my body can't function the way it used to. So I know the feeling. You know, I went to a cut. I went to a cut and avoid the left side of the golf course. So I've always believed what Nicholas always said: if you can avoid one side of the course, you, you got a you got a, a good advantage on on who you're playing with that they're trying to hit both styles of shots. Unless you're Corey Pavin or Bubba Watson or uh, who else was a shot maker that could do that, like I've never seen. But Corey Pavin and and Bubba, two different guys, two different. You know, Corey was never long, and Bubba was, and um, the way Bubba can play both sides of the course is pretty phenomenal like Corey did um I was never that guy I was always a drawer or now I'm a fader and I think my length um I don't know between I played with Bubba we were pretty close when I played with him at Hawaii um but you know he he can hit you know 50 yard cuts off the tee and feel comfortable with it or, or 70 80 yard draws and get it back in the fairway I wasn't growing. We weren't taught that way. Um, you know, back when we, we were starting and playing, it was all, you had to lift the ball and it was very hard to control the ball because of that balada. You know, load on your right, finish on your left. And now you can just load on both palms of your, of your feet and just kill it because the ball goes so straight now. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a rocket, John. It's just the line you started on. It's really hard to get it to move off of. Yeah. We were a slow mo wrist action. When, when you play balada balls, now you've got to have the strongest wrist in the game to hit it long the way the golf balls are. And that's what, you know, my son hits it past me now. He's 16 years old. And, man, you know, I can still get it out there 290, 300, but uh, he's flying at 295, 300 at 16. And that's what I used to do, you know. Yeah. With yeah. a persimmon and a balada ball, though. You know, John, one of the things that I I was talking to Azinger about, he was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and we used to, we learned how to hit shots. You know, when we, we I was taught, you know, you got a, um, a pin in the back of the green, you're going to hit something kind of low and chasey in there, a pin in, you don't hit a low shot to the front of the green. But all of the best players, John, when I was learning how to play, all hit their long stuff high and their short stuff low. And when we played together, you could launch it way up in the air. But, man, you're talking about your wedges. You knew how to hit wedges, didn't you? I, I for some reason, was a very good low wedge player. And uh, you had to be because the ball spun so much, you had to get it low and get it to run. And um, otherwise, you know, it was going to hit and suck back 20 feet, even on pavement, it seemed like. (laughs) Um, So we had to learn that growing up. And now it's. You know, I can still hit the wedges a little low, but they're not going to bite. They're not going to perform. The ball to me was um, – the golf ball now is great, but it's not – it was tough to get used to a three – you know, a two, three, five-piece golf ball. Yeah, no, um, no you doubt. You played a lot of ball off your life. Well, I don't the, know if you've noticed that, but the club, the club, the ball used to stick to the club. Now it rides up the face a lot more if you're not careful. And it also comes off so hot, John. I mean, did you ever think we'd be playing a ball that was like when we were kids? Remember the Molotar ball? We'd always, before the one ball roll, we'd throw that in on a, you know, a 200-yard, 230-yard par three and be able to hit a four iron on the green or something because the ball would just zoom yeah. and we didn't care. But this thing comes off like that, except it, 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 these guys can spin it. Yeah. It's amazing where it's come, the technology. Um 
you know, it's people always say, Nicholas, can you imagine Jack Nicholas and maybe my the longest hitters of, of someone of the game, you know, playing an even ball at the same age? Um, what would have, would it have been any different? Pretty cool question. I know, and I'd love to hear what Jack has to say about it because, you know, when Jack played, he played that tourney ball, which everybody thought he was giving a, a shot or two to the field each week. Yeah. I don't know. I he knew what know. he was doing. <laughs> I know. Hey, buddy. Well, everybody you... thought I was crazy playing, playing an ultra competition in the British Open when I won from Wilson. It was a. It was like the hardest ball, but it was still very soft. It would still spin, you know. And I think it was a, a two-piece ball or something. Uh-huh. Ultra competition that I was with, and you know, you see the stat titles, you know, seventy-four. Uh, Max Fly 23 or something like that, you know, some other Spalding uh, Tour Edition, maybe 10, and then John Daly won Ultra Competition. <laughs> it was so cool. That was pretty cool. I, I uh, My locker that week at, at St. Andrews was right next to Constantino Rocos, and um, so we got to, I got to know him just a little bit, not that well, but when he when he kind of chili dipped that shot on 18 and then chipped the next one in, I thought, you got to be kidding me. You know, it really made me feel like there was some sort of, uh, you know how sometimes you feel like, John, certain people are almost destined to win certain weeks? That's kind of what I thought. And then you went out and just whipped his ass in the playoff. It was it was great. No, but people, what people don't understand is the up and down he got on 17, Jay. That was almost as impressive as the 76-footer he made. That one on 18 was 76 feet. <laughs> I had no idea yeah, it was that 67 long. 67 to 76 feet or something like that. That's what they said. But the, the up and down behind the green on 17, um, and viewers out there listening, if you ever get a chance to look at it, it, it's almost an impossible up and down. He putted it. The ball's bouncing like curly from the Harlem Globetrotters going up on the green. And he may, you know, it's one of the best pars I've ever seen in a major championship under that type of heat. And, no, it was just incredible. Well, John. Yeah, you're right. I thought he was. I thought he was destined to win when he got that up and down. That, I mean, I, I had no earthly problem. Even Constantino, you know, could almost drive the 18th green in '95, and where the pin was, if you could just get it up there, just get it on top or close to the top of that hill, you know, you it was a it was just a long par three, you know. Yeah. Pretty much that day. John, the back of the 17th green at St. Andrews for people that haven't played is one of the uh, – when I, when I first played St. Andrews, I went back there, and I couldn't believe some of the crap that's back there. First of all, you got weeds that are what? Anywhere between – depending on how wet it's been, anywhere between a foot long and three feet long. And then you've got a cobblestone well, cobblestone road and everything else so cobblestone road you got you got a brick wall back there you got rock you got clump weeds which your ball is just going to hit those weeds and just bounce all over the place and uh it was one hole you do not want to go over the green <laughs> no you're dead but, i mean but, we'd all put an x back did. there yeah and he got it up and down i i forgot about that completely yeah there- it's the most amazing I think I've ever seen in a major golf championship because of the conditions behind that green. Yeah, that's insane. I forgot all about that. So, John, I was looking at your schedule. You know, we've got an event, um, Ascension Charity Classic, in St. Louis in uh, the first, the last week of September, first week of October. Hopefully, the world will be uh, be right by then, and it's on your your 
your calendar to play. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I was hoping to catch the catch a couple of Cardinal games. You know, maybe if the to get in the playoffs, it was right around that that playoff time, and um, the St. Louis organization through um, some really good friends. Uh, we're going to do a John Daly Day. That was scheduled April twentieth, Monday after Atlanta. They had John Daly bobblehead dolls. They were giving out oh, thousands of man. Them the game, and I was going to throw the first pitch. And to be able to have a John Daly Day in Bush Stadium is like, wow! I feel like the mayor of the city. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that would have been so awesome and that got canceled unfortunately but hopefully we can reschedule it because i really want to do it that's going to wrap up the front nine and uh our interview with john daly but come back pearly now break down this interview uh on our next two segments the back nine and the 19th hole this is golf with jay delson are your workouts more fun than this well if they are then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to TeamUltra.com for a chance to score awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's TeamUltra.com to enter. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 21 plus. See official rules at TeamUltra.com. Messenger data rates may apply. Void were prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra, Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over 50 years, so you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art equipment, and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events, Available all year round. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse, and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts if you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year-round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music, and much, much more. If you're looking for a family-friendly, safe place to hang out, you got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636-926-9622. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. 
Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pearlie is with me. Brad Barnes is taking care of us, pressing buttons and turning on music and all sorts of stuff here at ESPN. And we're headed to the back nine, sponsored by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Uh, Ed Fogelbach is a great guy and a supporter of the show. You need anything for your insurance needs. Uh, he and his family run that agency. They do a great job. They can take care of the greater St. Louis area and the surrounding uh counties and things like that so visit the Fogelbach agency today um all right john the daily interview um just a little clip from an earlier interview we did um i'm gonna throw one thing out there because this is what it's kind of like the azinger interview uh to the degree you know kind of what was some of the theme behind it you know, Daly likes to just kind of go out and, and live life. And I watched you really perk up when he was talking about learning how to play golf from a baseball field. So I have kind of a, these are one of these life questions that when I work with corporate guys and stuff and people are trying to kind of find their way and all, they ask, what did you used to do that you love doing that you don't do anymore? Yeah, yeah, right. So, oh, you want, you're asking me that well, question? I, yeah. I, yes, I try to ask people just in general. But my point is, that's the feel this guy's got. Yeah, and this yes. guy's kind of like, you know what? He doesn't struggle with that too much. If John no. Daly likes to do it, he does it. Yep, right. And some things I'm not, I don't think are the right way to go, yeah, especially right. with, with John. But I think it's a good question to ask ourselves in general. What do we what do we used to do that we love doing that we don't do anymore? Yeah, so what what to me it's like, okay, so there's this joy that you yep. got out of something, right? And that look, we we change and evolve all the time. I mean, look at, you know, we had John on the show two or three months ago, and he had no, you know, cancer diagnosis. Now he has, and and so so we know change is inevitable, right? So, do you take that joy out of your life somewhere, or has it disappeared, or has it changed? And are you replacing it with something that that? Well, that's why I think it's that's that's why the question. No, is the I way think it's a wonderful life question. Life happens. Yeah, you know, you and I. One thing we plugged into that helped golf, but it was also fun for us when we we're on the road, when we used to just play catch before you'd play. Yeah. We both love playing catch, and, yep. and I didn't have that question at that time. But it's one of those those questions. Yep. What you know? What else did, do you love? And I just I just thought you kind of perked up to it. And some of your questions were, you know, how do you hit it so straight? Well, all that guy does, he doesn't know anything really about hitting it straight. No. More or less. No. And, I, and he does his thing. I, I agree with you. And what I think is so charming to me about what's charming about John Daly is that. You can see that he grew up on a baseball field learning how to play golf. You can see that he was eight or nine or however many years old playing with clubs that were way not fit for him and way too heavy for him. And, you know, when his swing, when the, when the club had reached a certain point at the top of his swing as a young little guy, he couldn't support it anymore. So it falls going. almost <laughs> perpendicular to the ground, and he still swings that, that way today. Yeah. And I think the beauty of it is, Maybe it's going to turn out to be more generational for our time, John, and not as much for the modern-day player, but that still worked. That homemadeness, that that thing that makes John Daly special still makes him special today. It still plays in our society today. It still is successful. you know, to large to a large degree as well. If the guys that have that have the courage to just keep doing it, not listen to everything else, uh, Jim Furyk comes to mind. Uh, Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino didn't do it the way you're, quote, supposed to do it. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau doesn't do it the way you're supposed to. 
Fox. Uh, Fox. Jesus, Fox. Wolf. <laughs> I've sounded more like my father every single day. He doesn't do it the way you're supposed to do it. So there's just so there's just so much of that, and but most people don't have the courage to do that. They're, we're going to conform, like oh you shouldn't do it. That okay already. I acknowledge it was a mistake. <laughs> My father used to always oh. say, but you knew what I meant. Why are you laughing? You knew what I Wonderful. meant. Wonderful. Actually, when you said Fox, I thought I was shifting gears to like Fox is a broadcasting <laughs> company. I, I could have just kept going. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. No, so, no. To your point though, I mean it. It's so it's so true. Jim Furyk. You could see him getting ruined by someone trying to mm. quote unquote. You never would have known his name. His game. No. You never nope. would have known his name. And no, no he question. had a father that was there and basically at his corner saying, "You're not going to do anything else, but what you're doing." Here's what we're doing, and there's no need to because what you have is way good enough. He was phenomenal, and he was about one or two swings away from being super phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, I'm abs- just thinking U.S. Open when he had it won and he sniped yep. that driver type yeah, of thing. Yeah, abs- absolutely. A couple, a couple of places, but he was still beyond. Oh, he's one of the best in our in our time. Yeah, no question about it. He's got over 50 million reasons on official money to tell you why he's uh, he's pretty damn good, and he just won his first uh, Champions event. Yes, he did. You know, first of this, probably uh, many. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago out in yep. uh, the Pure uh, Invitational out at Pebble Beach. Um, so I just want to say a couple more things about John Daly. You know, does there's such a there's such a tragedy associated with his? I don't know if tragedy is the right word, but it's you watch the success along with the, the oh, what, you know, just the, the, the crash and burns. Yeah, the, the just the tragedy that goes on off off yeah. the off the courts, off the field, so so to speak. And you wonder, you know, as John goes down in history, how is that? You know, is that going to be part of the legacy? Of course it is. You know, it's got, it it's got to be. And, and you wonder, because I, I just hate to think we, I mean, I know we're all going to die some point in time, but I hate to think that we're going to lose John Daly sooner than later. I mean, I've just. Oh, I've, well, we never know any of that stuff for sure. But I, I got a question for you on that, because also the, the media. Jay, if you remember, there was some crazy characters before you and I got out there as well. Um Anyway, any time from after college, there's just so much more going on with the news media and that kind of stuff and highlighting this stuff, and, and, and it doesn't go under the radar. I, th- I think that's a huge part of it as well. So, you know, John's not the only guy that ever went through all those, sh- went through all those shenanigans. No, but I think he's more he's more of a thr- you know he's he's more a throwback of the the old days where the oh, no, you know, is, the Jimmy just... Demerits of the world and those those real characters. But they didn't they didn't highlight every move Jimmy Demerit made for yeah, good, no, for good reason. And for for John they they got a lot of them. Yeah, I'm yep. sure there's some they missed too. Yeah, but they, they really got did. a lot of them. Yeah, they did. Um, it's also great to see young John. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how about that golf swing? Plus, his dad was saying how far the kid's 16 years old, and he's carrying a 290, 300. And he's it, at least a tiny bit I've watched him play. He's got the same attitude as the old he man. Does. It's just like he does. ripping, ripping. It's funny, kind of dresses the same, walks the same. He's got the same shape coming up, basically. <laughs> they say the influence DNA. we have on our children. Yeah, they, that's right. And they say DNA isn't all that powerful. Well, it's... Um, yeah, it's great to see. Obviously, the show, and we we wish John all the uh, the very best in his recovery. We'll be following him closely, and um, and and still remain fans. And that's going to wrap up the back nine. Uh, so don't go away. John and I will be back 
for the uh, Michelob Ultra 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports, driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1, East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcone would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America. Marcone Appliance Parts Company would like to thank Sean Young and the entire Marcone Information Technology Team for zero web failures this past year. That's right, zero web failures, meaning... Zero frustration for Marcone's valued customers. Great job, everyone. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Everyone is looking for the extra edge, and Jay Delsing is digging deep to find it. It's the leading edge on Golf with Jay Delsing. I am sitting down this morning with Tom Berry. Tom is the Executive Vice President, the Chief Development Officer for Easter Seals Midwest. You guys have been helping the St. Louis area for over 100 years, haven't you? Well, we've been helping the world for 101 years this year. Um, we have uh, locations throughout the state of Missouri, Springfield, Oliver, uh, Poplar Bluff, St. Louis, Kansas City, and so on. Um, we serve over 5,000 individuals each year. We're the largest provider of disability services in the state. And uh, we're, we're 365, uh, 24-7 we are supporting individuals everywhere, anywhere, and wherever they might need us. Yeah, it's just terrific the work you do, and it's it's not um, only children either. It's a, a, it's adults. It's anybody that may have had a in, encountered a kind of a late onset with a disability or an accident or or anything. You guys are wide open when it comes to helping people. Sure, from uh, an early age. Uh, early equals better when you're diagnosing a disability and whether that's a one-year-old or a 85-year-old we're we're supporting people every day that that um, have disabilities and that are in need of whether it's a support uh, with bathing or eating or if it's uh, therapies that they need to um, have productive or better school systems uh, set up for themselves 
Right. I mean, sometimes just bringing awareness to different situations, Tom, as we're learning through the show and trying to shed some light on certain things really helps. Yeah. I mean, from we're doing family navigation, helping individuals, uh, parents navigate the system as it relates to um, access to services and supports. We're doing parent trainings and education. Uh, we're focused on community inclusion, uh, getting people meaningful jobs where they want to be employed. Uh, focus on social skills trainings for young uh, adults and young uh, teens around having meaningful friendships and lifelong uh, relationships with other people. And then, uh, again, we're really focused on uh, helping people find meaningful employment in their later life or midlife, and it's important work. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Now, is there a place, Tom, where we can – on the website, um, can we look at some of these putts? Can we look at some of the stuff that people are sending in and, and tell everybody how they can get involved? Um, you can go to maketheputt.org, and, <clears throat> or you can go on Facebook or uh, Twitter or any of those social media uh, platforms and search the hashtag maketheputt for Easter Seals. Uh, there's a bunch of really great, cute, uh, kids on our Facebook right now. Um, there's a bunch of people on the website, maketheputt.org, that you can get an idea of what some folks are doing. And every dollar helps. Every dollar goes directly to support uh, the people who need uh, 24-hour care or therapies or peer-to-peer interaction. So any amount, every amount is gratefully appreciated. Okay, folks, so that's the MakeThePuttChallenge.org. You've listened to Tom Berry. He's the Executive Vice President and Chief Development Officer for Easter Seals Midwest. Tom, thanks for joining us, and we will definitely keep you uh, mentioned on the show. Hey, Jay, thanks so much for having us today. Great to be with you. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs. From top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at ProAmGolfUSA.com. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th Hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pearlie's with me, and we're headed to the Michelob Ultra 19th Hole. Uh, Thanks 
to those guys, man, Ultra sounds pretty good about right now. It always sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, All right, so we've had a little bit of everything on this show. We had a little bit of John Daly. We had a, a, a clip from a past interview and talked a little bit. Uh, about some of what's going on with him and wishing him the best in his battle with this uh, bladder cancer. But, Jen, let's go back and talk a little bit about the um, what we were talking about before, the golf ball and the bomb and gouger. The, 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 the golf world is still reeling over what Bryson So, so do you want, you're talking about should there be a regulator put on this game, on the ball, on the shaft, on the club head, on the shoes, on the glove, on on whatever do you think that's what you're talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm wondering, and um, so let's say they don't. Let's say we just leave it, okay? Which I'm not saying that you know that, that because because of all of the lawsuits and because of all the things that are going to happen if the RNA and the USGA do make a, a move to try to. I got, a, I got an idea. Bit. We should think of some absurd things that could be changed that wouldn't have to change the ball well, or the grip or the shaft. I already I already have it. Okay, what is it? I well, think, go ahead. Is this I absurd say, or are you serious? No, I'm serious. Okay. I think, and, and some would call me absurd. Okay. Well, yeah. that's why that's I, I want to clarify that. So yeah. really, it's not your opinion. Yeah. Meet now, I'll let you know if yeah. this is serious so, or absurd. If you remember when we started playing the game, before square grooves got into account on our irons, when we hit a ball in the rough, there was a hell of a chance if the if it wasn't six inch rough that that ball was going to come out hot. Absolutely, about a hundred percent of the time, and you had to learn how to bounce things up, or or to do something else because it might come out hot. John, <clears throat> if they took the grooves back to some sort of less less degree than they are now. Those grooves are box grooves, which means the grooves in the yeah. irons are square, and they grip the hell out of the ball. If they cut those back to some, I'm not saying go all the way back to the 80s, but cut them back that, so that the, when these guys hit the ball in the rough, they actually hit flyers again. The first thing that I would be doing if I was those players is finding a softer ball. Okay, not absurd, very serious, techie, whatever. That could be done under the radar, my two cents, uh, and nobody would know, nobody would care. Um, you know, relative. Obviously, the players would scream and howl because then all of a sudden they can't you know, they play the same. They need a new ball, yep. So my one was, is, I'm sure, on this absurd, but they, can only, they can't have spikes on their shoes. Hmm. You think that would matter? They can barely stay on their feet right now. And That's if what you, I mean. If not, you, JT if, doesn't have a foot on the ground when he comes. Well, my point is, they'd, fall, they'd be falling down. I like to see them. They have to all go out and play in Skechers. Let's go. Maybe we can get a deal well, with Skechers. It, you know, or, or you know, that would be a problem too. Obviously, but, but, but John, my my, it's my absurd. idea it's absurd. I'm acknowledging. I don't think it's absurd. that absurd. I think that a lot of the guys are playing with like coaching shoes on. They're little nubs on the bottom of their. A shoes. A lot of guys have spikes. A lot of guys still have spikes. I can't believe the number of times. Because they'll interview them when they're walking across, and that's how you can just kind of know from the background. I'm surprised how many guys still do because it's it's so much easier to walk into the other things. But anyway, I'm just challenging. As hard as they go at it, everything that they go out there, 
no soft spikes, no spikes of any kind, and see if that changed anything. Hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I know. I can tell by the look on your face. <laughs> I, um, you know, so let's go back to, um, was it 2016? No, 2018. Close enough. 2018. In the, in the teens. Yep. When we got our asses handed to us by the Euros at the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. It was at uh, uh, what, Le Golf de Nationale outside of Paris. And the U.S. team was full of bombers and gougers, and we could not make pars out of the rough that they had. They set the golf course up specifically to combat this. Okay, so there's the answer then. Just do that for all golf courses. Do more of that kind of thing. And that's cool. Then you're not changing the equipment. And but it doesn't have to be all long rough because not all climates are going to necessarily allow you to do that. But you and I were talking a little off the air. 18th hole TPC Scottsdale. If you look through the years, what's just past the water on the left? Through the years, at one side, I believe there was either nothing or a small little bunker. Yeah. Then the bunker got big. Then it got huge. And now there's pews. Well, you hit it in those pews over there. And I don't think there's anybody that can get them past the, those pews. And if there is, they'll just add more pews. And you're not only you're not in a bunker. You're in a place where you're going to find the ball because there's TV cameras and there's forty thousand people on the tee, on the green. But you might have to come back backwards to it. You're going to have to gouge it out. That kind of thing. I think maybe it's just the next level of bunkers. They were talking about that, and I think a, maybe an interesting place to look in a year is going to be Memorial. No Jack doubt, was not no okay doubt. with the way no, it went. No, Jack was not okay. So he's putting trees. He's and by the way, trees. They, they, he kind of got at it. You remember? Mm-hmm. They were done on the golf course with the tournament, and they were already tearing up the greens and making changes. They were. Jack they wasn't were, okay. They were taking off the turf from the sixth green on the front. I guess they had done the first six greens on the front while the golf tournament was still, still going, going on. on in the back nine. But I think that's in, in what better person to do it for the integrity of the game than a guy like that, uh, and what better person that would f- possibly force it to be more accepted because it's going to be tough for the guys to get off the golf course and say, I hate what Jack Nicholas did. They don't say that about Jack, really. Uh, they don't say that about – they never said that about Arnie. No. Nope. So he might be the appropriate guy to help do that. And you could do that for a lot of courses, Jay, and not change the look – the feel for the spectator and that kind of stuff, but just make it that much more penal. So, John, here's the deal with what the PGA Tour right now is selling, power and birdies. Mm -hmm. They want DJ to shoot 30 under par. So where does this whole thing clash? Where do we find, what what happens? So do you, you, so so Augusta, just by putting in, that first cut of rough. You know, Augusta never had rough for many, many decades. They didn't have one, any any sort of rough. They put in that first cut of rough, and the players will all tell you it makes a big difference on their inability to, you know, control the ball. The majors have always stood on their own, right? The British Open, you can go over, you you, you know what golf well, like over then, there. then it's weather and it's those other things right. and the fact that they might not water anything for a year, and then but they'll also have Heather that'll be you know f- four feet tall. Heather, which you can't, yeah, or whatever her name is over there. She's maybe no, but they'll have the rough that grows much taller over there and is, um, 
uh, difficult rougher. to play. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's rougher. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Did you lose your train of thought? I, I, my train. I think I'm on a train headed some, somewhere other than here. Um, but what? So where does that? Where do? Where does this come? You know, because what's happening right now is Bryson DeChambeau has got Rory McIlroy scratching his head, trying to figure out like what 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 just happened. What you just know? happened and, is the guy hit it better, thought it out better, was planned planned it out better, putted better, chipped better. Uh, than anybody else, I, I don't know. I I'm not as uh, as concerned as you are on this uh, subject matter. Oh no, I'm, I'm not, not concerned. I'm I'm excited about it because I want to know if if Rory if Rory had to do it over again, would he try to adopt? Because Rory's a phenomenal driver of the ball, right? High, smashes it, carries it a long way. Would he say, "Shoot, man, why didn't I do what Bryson did?" Why didn't I just take driver out and try to carry well, him as far he, as he might now? That's what that's where I'm now. going with this. Yep. I, I'm I'm not I'm not as concerned as I am intrigued. You know, like where does the, what's the fallout yeah. here? Yeah. And then what does the governing bodies do to, to are, are they are they pissed? Is oh, your, you know, happy? you know, some people, some people, you know, well, it lost the this and it, it lost that. I don't know. I'm still a believer. Just keep on going. Courses, you keep working at defending yourself. And equipment makers, you keep on trying to make it more interesting and more fantastic and more more this, more that, so you can sell a new driver to $500 driver to people every year. And here's what I hope doesn't get lost in this discussion, and you and I didn't even talk that much about it. Bryson played great. Forget the bomb and okay, that's yes. his strategy. He played great. He was strategic Absolutely. in what he did. He was phenomenal with his wedges. He was terrific around the greens and he putted great. All aspects of the game, except for maybe fairways hit, were better than everybody else. I hope that doesn't get lost in the wash here. Well, if it does, it does. I mean, he seems to be fine with it. He can get lost if you want. He's got the trophy. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. This was a hell of a performance, yeah. no matter how you well, look at it. Well, it's not a fluke. Jay, you've said, how many times has this guy won? Yeah, six. That's his seventh win now on yeah, tour, and he's what, only been out, what, three years yeah, now? Yeah, so I'm not. It's not a fluke. It's it's He's changing the game. And like any changes, people aren't going to acknowledge them even when they first come. Some people have to... Uh, think it to uh, believe it. Some people have to see it to believe it. And some people have to see it like a half dozen times to believe it. Guess what? They just saw it a half dozen times. Well, here's a quote. I want to end the show on a quote from Roy McElroy about what he said. Um, I don't really know what to say because that's just the complete opposite of what you think a U.S. Open champion does. He said of DeChambeau, look, he's found a way to do it. Whether that's good or bad for the game, I don't know. But it's just, it's not the way I saw this golf course being played or this tournament being played. It's kind of hard to really wrap my head around it. Well, he better, he better wrap his head around it. And um, I think that, you know, it's not the way I s- see it. It's change. And this guy is bringing change. And right. that's why I've asked you and you, you know, I've talked about it a couple different times. Just when's the next, when's the first college team going to come out where they've all got the same length shafts? When's yeah. it, it going to happen? It's coming. You, you don't go through all this. It's coming. Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, that's going to wrap up another show. Pearl, thank you so much for being with me. Me, thanks for taking care of us. Um, come back next week. We are going to uh, uh, redo a little bit of the Joe LaCava interview here on Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. 
That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.